Friends and neighbors, welcome to the show. I am Precious D. And I am Honey B. Welcome, welcome. Today, we are going to be going back to King Kong to talk about the King Kong show. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. Up until this point, I'm, I haven't really been a fan of King Kong. I kind of have thought <laughs> King Kong was trash. And uh, this this is the first King Kong thing I enjoyed, not going to lie. <laughs> Oh, wow. Before we get into it, I have a little bit of King Kong-related news. Oh, okay. King Kong Lives from 1986, Uh which was a sequel to King Kong from 1976. Jesus. So it took him 10 years to make the sequel to it. It is finally available to purchase digitally. It has been out of print. There was a DVD release years ago. There was never a Blu-ray, because I believe this was before Blu-rays. And now it is available to purchase on Vudu and Google Play and Amazon and various streaming services. As of 712. July 12th, which is the day we're recording this. I pre-ordered it a few days ago. I had an unauthorized copy, but when an authorized one became available, I paid for it. (laughs) So if you've just been dying to see King Kong Lives, which stars (laughs) Linda Hamilton, uh, you can now purchase it. And I think you can rent it, too, if you don't want to pay the full price. If you just want to watch it the one time, you go head on over to Voodoo and, and pick it up. And another sort of piece of kaiju news, I guess. There's a new cartoon animated movie on Netflix called The Sea Beast. Oh, yeah. Did you get through it? I did not finish it because I started watching it too late. But it's basically Moby Dick with kaiju. So if you like the kind of thing that this podcast is about, you might want to check out that movie. You might enjoy it. I will definitely finish watching it. Yeah, totally. I'm excited about it. So, speaking of cartoons, The King Kong Show. The King Kong Show. From 1966. It ran from 66 to 69. It's uh, in color. Other shows that were on the air at the time. This was on ABC, and it was followed by the Beatles cartoon. Oh, cute. What year is this? 1966. 66, okay, okay. Yeah, so 66 was the year of Beatles, Bond, and Batman. Oh! The Batman TV show was on in 1966. Bond was huge. The Beatles were huge. There's a little bit of Bond influence in the King Kong show and in King Kong Escapes that we'll be discussing after this because they're related. Very related. (laughs) This cartoon was made by Videocraft International, which later became known as Rankin and Bass. Honeybee, are you familiar with Rankin and Bass? Um, I only think I'm familiar with it because I have heard you say it, but I don't 
think I'm familiar with it. Like I just heard you say it earlier and now. (laughs) You are, you just don't realize you are familiar with them. You just don't realize you are. Rankin and Bass, probably their single best known work is Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Oh, okay. Like the little cartoon? Yeah, the stop motion. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There, there was a cartoon. There was actually a cartoon version made decades earlier by Fleischer Studios, but the one they show on TV every year with the mm-hmm. stop motion puppets is Rankin and Bass. And they've made numerous holiday specials, and that's what they're best known for. And they did Frosty. They did Year Without a Santa Claus. Um, okay. Here comes Peter Cottontail. Most of their best known stuff is stop motion, but they've also done some cell animation cartoons like this one, like the King Kong show. Oh. And uh, just a few live action movies. So, yeah, definitely part of my childhood. They did the first adaptation of The Hobbit and part of Lord of the Rings. Okay, that's cool. There's a TV version of The Hobbit that I still have a record album of. Wow. Then Ralph Bakshi did a movie of The Lord of the Rings that was like the first half of the story, and he intended to make the second half, but he didn't didn't do well enough, and he couldn't get funding for the second half. And then Rankin and Bass wanted to do a sequel to their Hobbit, because it was fairly successful for them, but... I guess they just they couldn't get the rights or they didn't want to repeat what Bakshi had already done. So they just jumped ahead to Return of the King and did a TV special of Return of the King. Mm. So if you put those three things together, you get an animated <laughs> version that drastically changes styles partway through. Uh, anyway, they uh, they got the rights to do a, a King Kong show. And uh, it was uh, produced by them, but animated in Japan. Okay. It says here's the first anime series produced in Japan for an American company, not counting their previous previous Animagic stop motion productions, which were also animated in Japan. Uh, so we didn't watch the whole thing. There is 25 episodes. Well, it depends on how you're counting. So mm-hmm. the, the King Kong show, there there would be a, a King Kong cartoon, and then there would be a Tom of Thumb cartoon, and then there would be a second King Kong cartoon. Mm. Tom of Thumb was a, a spy parody, but he was a tiny, he was like an inch or two high. Thumb <laughs> stood for Tiny Human Underground Military Bureau. And this is not to be confused with Inch High Private Eye, who was another miniature... Uh, in the actual fight. Well, he was a detective. <laughs> in Chai Private Eye was a detective. Tom of Thumb was a spy, but similar skill sets. <laughs> so there's 25 episodes of the King Kong show, but since each of them has two King Kong things, there's about 50, uh, depending on how you, you count. Because the first one was, is like the pilot, which is an hour-long thing. Cut into two sections, I guess. I don't know. Anyway, we didn't watch the whole thing. You can find these on YouTube, which is what we did. The quality is terrible. It looks like somebody just pointed a camera at a TV set. Yeah, at some points you can like hear someone like breathing. <laughs> <laughs> like shuffling around. <laughs> um, was there ever... I don't see that there was ever a 
home video release. So, <laughs> yeah, that might be the only way. Let's see. Uh, first eight episodes on two DVDs. Okay, so there was like a limited release. Anyway, what we watched was, if you're looking on YouTube, we watched the theme song. The theme song is a separate file on YouTube. And you got to watch that because it yeah, is you awesome. you got to. It's so awesome. I used to watch this show as a kid. I'm, I didn't watch Aww. it in 66. I watched it in, <laughs> I watched it in reruns later. But I always remembered the song, even though I didn't remember the details of the show. I remember the song. It's a very good song. King Kong, you know the name of King Kong. You know the fame of King Kong. Ten times as big as a man. One day a boy too young to know the danger. <laughs> so we watched King Kong show pilot A, A Friend in Need. The King Kong show pilot B, The Key to the City. So those are two parts that make up the pilot story. And then we watched 2B Doctor Who and 9B Mechanicon. So the first two, uh, the pilot, basically tells, retells the King Kong story, but with a nice little family instead yeah. of a greedy dick and a desperate <laughs> Depression-era woman. <laughs> shit yeah i like this version way better yeah <laughs> i liked the cartoon <laughs> there's this little family professor bond right there there's some james bond influence in his name professor bond his daughter susan bond and his son bobby bond and i don't know if you noticed but bobby's voice is the same person that does rudolph's voice Ah, uh, i didn't I didn't notice. That's funny. I don't think I would. <laughs> yeah. Billy Mae Richards is Bobby. Carl Bannis is Professor Bond. And Susan Conway is Susan Bond. It just says Johnny Draney. It doesn't list who, so they probably did several parts. Alfie Scoop is Captain Anglehorn. And Paul Souls as Doctor Who. We will address that name in a moment. <laughs> Professor Bond is a anthropologist i think they said but he's not doing anthropology seems to be studying animals not not people i thought he was an archaeologist but maybe you're right i thought he said i thought he said anthropologist but even so if you're doing archaeology you got to be where there's where there have been people and they seem yeah. to go to this island because there's no people there uh, yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> they go to a place called mondo island to study do science shit, I guess. <laughs> and this is a very typical sort of cartoon family in that it's incomplete. There's no mother. There's no mention of the mother. We don't know what happened to her. But presumably somebody birthed these children and they're not Bond's little lab experiments or something. <laughs> and uh, while Bobby's wandering around the island, he gets saved from being eaten by a Tyrannosaurus Rex by King Kong. Uh, yeah. Doesn't the captain when the captain drops them off, tells them they shouldn't stay there because of this, the legend of Kong. Yeah. Captain Einhorn. Yeah. He warns them it's dangerous here. There's something called Kong, but of course they don't listen. Well, they, the boy even asked about it. The boy's like, dad, what's a Kong? And he's like, two things. <laughs> One, a story. Two, something you don't need to worry about. Well, it's just like, okay. So we don't actually like, yeah, no. 
he mentions it, but then whenever like the kid asks about it, it's all hush hush, grown up shit. So, yeah. fortunately for them, this Kong is much friendlier <laughs> than the original. As far as I know, he doesn't eat any people or bite them in half during any of the cartoons. Yeah. He does have a pretty good fight with his T-Rex, though. Yeah, he does. It's a, it's a good monster fight. And um, Susan's a little bit of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. She's a child. <laughs> she, I'm just saying. She's just like, oh, that Kong, he's such a bother. He's a... He's so annoying. <laughs> yeah. But they... Uh... They make friends with with uh, Kong, but then like dumbasses decide to take him back to New York to study him. Yeah. Why they can't just do that there on the island, I don't know. But the real reason is, is we got to get him to New York for him to climb up the building and do the and Kong do, shit. Do the Kong shit. So they do. They get, put him on a boat, take his ass all the way to New York. Which we see another monster fight. He has a little monster fight with the Kraken. Did they call it a Kraken? I can't. Re- I couldn't remember. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I watched it weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he has a fight with some kind of squiddy, octopusy, mm-hmm. Krakeny monster and drives it off. I think it's attacking the boat. And he drives oh, it off, and I think that's where the first part ends. But then it picks up with them taking him to New York, and of course he breaks loose and runs around and tears shit up and the army wants to shoot him. Of course, of course. Government pew pew pew. But at some point he picks up Susan (laughs) and uses her as a human shield. (laughs) (laughs) Well, not on purpose, but I think they're ordering I don't think I'm getting my things mixed up here. Don't they order this pilot to shoot him and he's like, um, he's holding a girl, sir. I yeah, yeah. Really, really don't want to do that. Yeah, but then he puts her down and it's like, all right, cool. <laughs> and I was thinking when he puts her down, like, wait, she's still right there. Like, is shooting yeah. him really safe just because he, like, set her down? Like, he could still, like, right. fall on top of her or knock her ass off the top of this building. Like, no, yeah. it's still not okay. <laughs> So uh, they do manage to get Kong to settle down and and um, stop wrecking shit, and they get him back. To, Bobby calms him down or whatever, and they take him back to Mondo Island. Mm-hmm. And that's how the, the pilot ends, with him not dying. <laughs> <laughs> so the next episode is called Doctor Who. Which is a name that might be familiar to some of our listeners. (laughs) This is a completely different Doctor Who. The more famous Doctor Who did premiere three years earlier, but I guess it has uh, was not widely known all around the world yet. It was a pretty big hit in England pretty quickly, but I don't think anyone in America knew what it was yet, or it had any opportunity to see it yet. Yeah, this is more like. Doctor Who the fuck? <laughs> yeah. I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt and say that they were ripping off Doctor No rather than ripping off Doctor Who. <laughs> because, as I say, Bond was very, very popular. And uh, the movie version that we'll get to later is uh, much more like Doctor No. 
So uh, in the Doctor Who episode, uh, Bobby comes in and his father's like, hey, Bobby, there's someone here I'd like you to meet. And there is a guy who is very clearly and obviously a mad scientist. Yeah, yeah this guy's head shape just screams like, oh, the villain. <laughs> well, he reminded me of... You wouldn't be familiar with this character, probably, but there's a character from the ca original Captain Marvel, the, the Shazam comic books, uh -oh. called uh, Dr. Savannah, who looks pretty much exactly like this Really? Guy. Yeah. And I'm trying to remember, I think Felix the Cat had a mad scientist that was kind of similar looking. Uh, well, that guy has a big mustache, but he's also bald and short and wears a white coat <laughs> And a, a little bit Simon Bar Sinister from Underdog, which uh, was on another network at the same time. Oh, I forgot to mention the, the shows that were directly opposite of King Kong were Frankenstein Jr. and the Impossibles on CBS and the oh, Secret God. Squirrel Show on NBC. And on ABC was followed by the Beatles, as I said, but also the, the new Casper cartoon show, the McGilla Gorilla Show, <laughs> the Bugs oh, Bunny God. Show. Yeah. Milton the Monster, the Hoppity Hopper Show, and then the New American Bandstand, which is when cartoons, that's the signal the cartoons are over. Uh, yeah, doubled up on the gorillas in 1966 on ABC. Uh, over on CBS, we also had Space Ghost and Dino Boy and the New Adventures of Superman, the Lone Ranger, the Roadrunner Show. Hold the phone. The Bugs Bunny show is on one network and the Roadrunner show is on another network. The what the hell, Warner Warner Brothers uh, cheating on one network with another network. That's making money right there, baby. Yeah, yeah. So, boys and girls, there was a time when there were not cartoons on the television 24-7. Boo! Boo that time. And you had to, you had to get up early on saturday morning now the schedule yeah. i'm looking at here starts at nine but i'm not sure what time zone that is because i think we got up more like six or seven and you had to get up and early on saturday morning which i would never do now but it seemed like a reasonable <laughs> thing to do as a child and you'd watch cartoons now my there were a few cartoons on the afternoons after school but those were all old if you want to see new cartoons you had to get up on saturday morning sit there in your pajamas and you'd watch the cartoons and you'd get the schedule out and you'd plan out which ones you wanted to watch which were your favorite ones and then when american bandstand came on one channel and the soul train came on another channel you knew that the morning was over it was time to get dressed and go outside what a nightmare uh, these kids today sounds like a fever dream cartoons at their fingertips 24 7 multiple <laughs> channels they just go on the internet, go on the Netflix, get whatever they want, whenever they want. <laughs> so anyway, this Doctor Who guy wants to take Kong for a couple of weeks to study him. And, and uh, Bobby just flat out tells him, nope, nope, you cannot. Because the professors left it up to him to decide. And he's and <laughs> so the the doctor immediately pulls a gun on them <laughs> and says i'm just gonna i'm gonna leave my henchman here to guard you guys while i just go drug kong knock him out with some gas which is how you knock out kong 
and uh, just do whatever the F I want, which he does. This guy, by the way, is very abusive to his help. He's always calling everybody a fool and an idiot. Yeah. I guess he pays really well. I don't know. So he goes in a helicopter to go drop a gas bomb on top of Kong while his henchman guards the Bond family. Fortunately for them, the henchman's a moron. He's He's got a real, you know, cartoony dumb guy voice. Yeah. Just the, hey, you guys, the, you, don't try the nothing whisper. funny now. Yeah, stop that whispering. So they, uh, well, <laughs> Susan, who is very firmly entrenched in her gender roles, demands to serve dinner because she's worked hard on it all day. And they uh, serve dinner to their captor. And then after dinner, she offers to serve coffee, at which point she pulls the old <laughs> coffee trick throws burning hot coffee on him and they manage to subdue him who has knocked out Kong and, and uh, dragged him away and put him on a boat <laughs> and the family follows them, finds out where they are uh, and sneaks up on the boat and like throws some smelling salts <laughs> through the window. <laughs> That's a small mixture of uh, uh, what does he call it? Essence of ammonia. It's, it's smelling salts wakes up Kong who tears up the ship and uh, Doctor Who, being the asshole he is, just takes off in his helicopter and leaves all his henchmen behind and the crew of the <laughs> ship to to uh, leaves them holding the bag while he escapes. So, uh, any thoughts so far, Honeybee? Oh man, no, no thoughts so far. I, uh, I mean, <laughs> I this Doctor Who character is hysterically just villainous, you know, with his uh, like yeah bulbous head and his like <laughs> evil ways and uh yeah all of this is just it's super entertaining it's super fun especially because it's a really old cartoon so the animation style is like very simple and <laughs> i like i really enjoyed every bit of it i could probably watch all 50 episodes if you have <laughs> okay well they're there on youtube so uh, Doctor Who is a recurring villain in uh, the show, and he's in the next episode we watched, which is uh, Mechanicong. Mechanicong! These days we probably would call him Mechacong, but they call yeah. him Mechanicong. Yeah, I'm I'm surprised that there was, I'm not sure why I'm surprised, but I'm surprised that, that there's a Mechacong before there's a Mechagodzilla. There is, yeah. That's, yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Um, he's not the first mecha in cartoons but he's a pretty early one yeah so the uh marines you know those those boats those flat bottom boats that the marines use to storm the beaches the end of it flaps open and they come running out uh-huh some of some of those show up on mondo island and a bunch of marines army guys whatever come running out of them and they're and uh, dr bond's just like oh uh, hello general and they want to know where the creature is Where's the animal? Where's the animal? And they say that they accuse Kong of having uh, te of tearing up New Guinea. And the Bond family is like, no, that's not possible. He's been here and he wouldn't do that. Mm -hmm. But they the army insists that that's what's going on. But while they're doing this, they get another a report that Kong's tearing something up, <laughs> which he can't be doing because he's here with us. So. They take Kong and go to investigate, and they find this mechanical version of Kong, this giant robot version of Kong, tearing shit up. So, 
the army wants to pull out the nuclear weapons. And the professor's like, what? You can't do that. There's people around here. Well, first they want to bomb Kong. And they're like, no, you'll hurt Kong. And, and um, Kong's having a hard time fighting the, the robot. Then mm-hmm. they want to bomb the robot. And he's like, there's still people around. You can't do that. Just give <laughs> Kong a little bit of time. Let him try. Yeah. All right, you got 10 seconds. <laughs> Shit. Because Kong punches the mechanical robot like hurts his hand. And and we we see, the audience sees that Doctor Who is inside of the robot's head. This is my favorite part, is that <laughs> Doctor Who is just sitting in there controlling it in his, his little head. Yeah, he's got um, like, I can't remember if he had a steering wheel or if he had little sticks or if he had both. Yeah, I think it's little sticks, like little joysticks. Yeah, he's up there controlling him. But Kong does manage to knock him over into the water. And apparently Doctor Who is a complete dumbass who did not insulate any of his electrical systems on this robot. (laughs) Because as soon as it hits the water, it immediately shorts out and starts smoking. And then the army guys just kind of stand around and watch as a couple of big ass helicopters just come and carry Mechanicong away. Like, we'll just uh, get this out of the way. Excuse me. Thank you. Uh, Yeah, they don't pursue. (laughs) They don't fire. They just stand there and watch. And Professor Bond's like, well, I'm sure we'll see him again and whoever it was that was controlling him. So they never actually saw that it was Doctor Who. Yeah. Even though we can clearly see him through, like, the little window in in the robot's head. So I, I, you know, I haven't watched... I did not rewatch all of these. I'm not sure how many Doctor Who and or Mechanicong show up in, but I believe that they are both recurring elements in the show. Nice. So there you go, folks. The The King King Kong Kong show. show. If nothing else, just look up the theme song. (laughs) Yes. Uh, Yeah, no, that song stuck with me i couldn't remember the bridge but the main part of the song i always remembered as i was a kid as a wee lad it's and we will eventually get to the godzilla cartoon show that has a very similar awesome song but that won't be for a while yet let me see yeah the godzilla cartoon is not until 1978 so that one i would have seen when it was brand new king kong show i saw in reruns at some point because I was not born until 68, and I don't think I would have remembered seeing it in 69 when I was only a year old. Yeah. So, uh, folks, that will it's a little bit of a short one today, but that will wrap it up for us. Go watch the King Kong show on YouTube if you can bear the low quality. Definitely <laughs> uh, at least listen to the full theme song. There are many, well, many, several a few there will be a few more king kong cartoons in the coming years not for yeah a while, i i saw a few while i was looking for this one i was like oh shit like there, <laughs> there's one in 2005 i think yeah there's one in 2001 there's uh one in 2005 which i think is a sequel to the 2001 but i'm not sure there is a cartoon musical in Aww. 1999 called the mighty kong and there's going to be a new one on netflix soon based on the monsterverse kong skull island you know continuity yeah 
So there you go. There you go. And of course, there's many, many Rankin and Bass. Oh, I, I did want to mention that Rankin and Bass do sort of, Kong will show up again in another one of their productions, uh, a stop motion one called uh, Mad Monster Party. Ooh. Which came out about this time. It's a stop motion feature length film which has a whole bunch of not uh, monster, not universal monsters, but versions of those monsters. Okay. Dracula, and, um, you know, it's not made by Universal, but those are all public domain characters. So, mm-hmm. Dracula, Frankenstein, Wolfman, I think Invisible Man's in it. And there's a version of Kong in it. Boris Karloff plays Dr. Boris Frankenstein, and it's one of the last things Karloff did, and it's definitely the last Frankenstein-related thing that he did, but one of the last things he did in his life. And then they did a sort of uh, a kind of a sequel to that called Mad, Mad, Mad Monsters that was a, a cell animation cartoon with that same character, but I think played by a Boris Karloff impersonator. And I don't, I'm not sure if Kong shows up in that one, but it's a similar a whole bunch of monsters together in one thing. Next episode, we will be looking at King Kong Escapes, which is related to the King Kong show. It grew out of the King Kong show. It's a co-production between Rankin and Bass and Toho. It is not readily available. You can buy it on Blu-ray, but you might find it archived on the internet somewhere. Wink, wink. So that will be the next episode. Folks, please rate and review us on iTunes or your podcasting platform of choice. We still have a giveaway going on on Twitter, so go follow us there and retweet that. I think I'm about to upgrade it with a 4K version of one of the movies. So check that out. Any final thoughts, Honeybee? What do you What do you rate the King Kong show? How many stars? Uh, I'm gonna say three and a half stars. Okay, I think I give it three. Nice. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Remember to keep calm and seek shelter in basements. And please do not misuse science. We will not see you, but you will hear us next time on Monster Movie Fun Time Go. You've been listening to Monster Movie Fun Time Go. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and review us on your podcasting platform of choice. Our theme song is by the Texacano folk rock punk featuring Rita Lopez. You can support the show, find links to our social media, and even leave us a voice message at anchor.fm slash mnftg.